You're upset because you're jealous? Period. Jealous of what? Your ugly leather pants? <gasps> no, 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 no. 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 no, 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 no. You said ugly leather Let pants, it. ugly leather pants. On this episode of The Commercial Break... What kind of contract did they have to sign to get up there and dress like that and sing for you in that weird, strange song that you've put together? I mean, this is so wrong in so many ways. I don't even, I don't even did know the how to explain it. Did crowdfunding pay for that? I think crowdfunding did pay for that. Okay. So fuck you to anyone that put money into Corey's crowdfunding. The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the director of Dastardly Needs, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. Best, best to you out there in the podcast universe. Thanks for joining us. You know, I've told the story so many times on the commercial break about me falling off stage when I was in that band. I like, yes. I just couldn't see what was going on. <laughs> and the 15 shots of tequila ahead of time probably didn't help either, but... I fell right and off the stage. And the beloved smoke machine. <laughs> yes, there was too much smoke on stage. <laughs> but I told the guys to crank it up, baby. There's nothing quite like a smoke machine in a rock show. I'm picturing you coming out, like coming out of the oh, smoke. Oh, yeah, coming out of the smoke. No one could see five feet in front of their face because also at that time you could smoke inside the bars. So True. everybody was smoking. I think I was smoking cigarettes on stage, actually. And, and my band members hated it. They were like, that's your instrument. And I'm like, fuck it. It's my instrument. I get to do what I want with it. And uh, it, it, but, but I parted the sea, I parted the smoke, and then I just went right off stage and <laughs> fell down. There was no one in the audience to catch no. my fall. There was that one guy who stepped aside to make sure that I fell without hitting him. I know I'm picturing that guy <laughs> like, like that one guy. He's like yeah. just like moving out of the yeah. way. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Look out below. Uh, so I'm just reading this story about. First of all. I, I, I do this. I interrupt myself in half sentences. But first of all, Chevy Chase is an international superstar. Maybe not lately, but he is a famous oh, human he'll being. Be ever immortalized in his past work. Yeah. If he just if he just did the vacation movies, he yeah. would be like one of the most famous people on earth because those are some of the funniest, really stupidest, are. goofiest movies ever. Just like the commercial. Break. Fletch as well. Oh, Fletch. Fletch is great. Saturday Night Live, even though he's only yeah. on for like a season and a half. But yep. Saturday Night Live. I mean, the guy. Uh, he was in that one video, you know, with uh, Simon, oh, yeah. Simon and Schuster, Simon yep. and Garfunkel. <laughs> yeah, was in Paul, Paul Simon. Simon. <laughs> if you call me, baby, baby, when you call me, you can call me out. Call, call me, me out. out. Right, call me out. And so he's just like, he's such, so omnipresent when you talk mm -hmm. about a certain type of comedy. And he was really known in Saturday Night Live for his Pratt Falls. He'd walk in and then he'd fall down and he'd hit something. So... He is now doing, like, the convention circuit. Oh. He went to something called, like, the Christmas uh, Con or whatever it is. Oh, okay, yeah. In New Jersey. It's four days yeah. long. There's a lot of stars that show up to this, but they're all, none of them are of the, like, fame level Caliber. of Chevy Chase. And he's signing people's stuff for $150 mm -hmm. and a selfie for $90. First of all, that seems way underpriced. But I guess, you know... How many people are looking on eBay for Chevy Chase signed or stuff? I don't know. Maybe a lot. But No, I think that would just be for your own personal yeah, I don't, fun. Are you even allowed to sell those? I don't know. Who knows? But when you can get them for $150, bucks, you are not going to sell it for more than $150. Bucks, you know what totally I'm saying? I would totally pay that. If I was there yeah. and he was there, yeah. I'd totally pay that yeah. just to meet Chevy Chase. He's also been known as quite an asshole right. sometimes, too. So. <laughs> 
you know, <laughs> there's that. that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason why he only spent a year and a half at Saturday Night Live. Uh, he went to this Christmas con. He goes to do one of these panels where all of the Christmas vacation people are going to be there, including Beverly D'Angelo and mm-hmm. the other guy who turned into an asshole, Uncle Eddie. Um, oh, yeah. He went weird. Oh, he went way off the deep end. Yeah. He was like squatting. In a house, he was squatting in a house. And he, he was following went really Mother God, MAGA yeah. and Mother God and cult stuff. It was really it. strange. He was like way off the deep end, I as know. was his wife. I was he very was disappointed in a weird way. I don't know why I expected anything. Randy Quaid, other he, than something great from Uncle Eddie. Eddie, that's right. It turned out Uncle Eddie wasn't playing a character <laughs> no. at all. Uncle Eddie was real, right? And he's in, his name is Randy Quaid. <laughs> but so anyway, they're doing this big panel. Chevy Chase gets introduced. He gets rolled out on a wheelchair for whatever reason. Chevy but, Chase, does? yeah. But then oh. he gets, stands up and he. <laughs> starts talking to the crowd because that's what he does. He's just weird like that, right? He does these weird things that he thinks is funny and sometimes they hit and sometimes they miss like rolling out in a wheelchair when you're actually 78 years old. People think you're sick or something. So he gets up, he's standing, he's waving to the crowd, he's saying hello and he dumps right off stage. He just falls right off stage. Should have stayed in the wheelchair. Should have stayed in the wheelchair is exactly what I was going to say. Should have stayed in the wheelchair. So two big surprises. Yeah, hey, Chevy, you okay? And some people think it's because he does those Pratt falls, but no, he fell off stage. Yeah, he really he's too went off old stage. to be doing that. Yeah, now. you can't do Pratt falls at seventy-two years old or however old he is. He's fine. Apparently, he got some ice and they helped him up, and he went <laughs> whatever. But it surprises me he's at the conventions. Then this Pratt fall or this fall that he actually took that wasn't a Pratt fall. It reminded me so much of my own fall because it kind of looked like that. It looked like he was going to step on the next part of the stage and he just goes, don't, 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 <laughs> right down oh into the crowd. It uh, happens. Yeah, it does. Didn't uh, that happen to Dave Grohl too? It happened to Dave Grohl. That's how he yeah. broke his leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's happened to a lot of people, actually. Yeah. You don't understand. You get, like, well, I no. <laughs> <laughs> you get disoriented. Look, look, you don't understand. You don't Chrissy. understand because you're not in that part of the business, Chrissy. <laughs> the biz. Yeah. Maybe Jeff would understand a little yeah. bit more because he's around stages. Yes. When those bright lights are shining in your face <laughs> and it's a dark room otherwise, sure. it's, it's hard. You get disorienting. Yeah. And you right? get excited. Yeah. <laughs> and get a boner. <laughs> I got a Christmas vacation boner. <laughs> no, you do. You get excited and, you know, you just start making moves that you shouldn't have. You're like Britney Spears on one of those TikToks she does. Yeah. Speaking of Britney, what is going on there? I, I mean, we, there's there's nothing really to say, I, I, I don't think. I, I love Britney. I, I want Britney to be well. I want her to be happy. Everybody's worried, I think. I think everybody's worried mm-hmm. that this ends badly. Well, it seems unhinged, but yeah. hopefully, but hopefully everything will settle down. <laughs> Brett, Brett. She is naked on that Instagram, every single photograph, which God bless her. Nothing wrong with nudity. That's her birthday suit. It's not like it's overly sexual. It's just, you know, she just likes to show herself off naked. But every single video that I see, she's doing that same dance, which is that weird, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Vogue thing that Madonna does. She's doing that. Sometimes she's got knives. Sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes there's someone else in there. Sometimes there's not. But there's, she's almost always topless. She's lived a different life (laughs) than most of us. I I have to agree there. Mm -hmm. It's hard to compare. It's hard to throw darts when you're not even standing in the same line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, but you know, we get this a lot here with the the big lights here at the commercial break. (laughs) And by big lights, I mean the fan light yeah <laughs> the fan the light does print. get bright sometimes astrid's been complaining she's like god damn i look at all of these other podcast youtube channels and they all of them look so crystal clear like 4d crystal clear wonderful and then i look at you guys 
And ah, it just doesn't look the same. It looks all fuzzy and weird. And I'm like, oh, well, that's why. And she's like showing me Conan O'Brien stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, Conan's got a professional studio. He's got these big lights that are professionally manned and all this. And then she reminded me that I actually paid someone to come in here <laughs> and do the same thing. And I still look like shit. I said, babe. We are not 1080p kind of people. You know what I'm saying? If we can go, I need it to be a little fuzzy. Yeah, that's exactly right. I said 720k <laughs> is perfect. We like that. <laughs> if you guys are using AOL to watch us on YouTube, mm-hmm. that is perfect. Preferred browser. Preferred browser of the commercial break. <laughs> CompuServe. <laughs> CompuServe, the wave of the future. <laughs> Sponsors the commercial break. Please follow us on CompuServe. (laughs) CompuServe. Who said that? Oh, Felicia was saying that she was on. What what was CompuServe? CompuServe was, yeah. I mean, I I I remember, but I don't remember what they did. It was the company that did the like modems and the dial ups and stuff like that. Yeah. It's so many of those companies. AOL's still around. I still get people that give me their AOL address. I remember being at a conference. That's embarrassing. I'll just say that. The conferences are the worst, though. Are you saying the worst? So that's where we would get it too, because I used to go do the conference circuit for a little while. Brian, listener, Brian and I have had many jobs. Many jobs. (laughs) Many. Many. Between the two of us. I think like 70 jobs. Yeah, I don't know. That's right. (laughs) At one of my jobs, I did do a a conference circuit. We would go to, get this, the the tow tow truck industry. Oh, really? Oh, those were fascinating. It, Those the were super fascinating. I bet we would go to the one in Florida. We would we did Orlando. We did really? San Antonio. We did Las Vegas, and then we also did San Diego, and then we also did New Jersey. Oh God! And the people at those conferences, and I'm not even talking about the like the tow truck drivers. I'm talking about the tow people truck, in the. Oh, you're talking about the tow truck people drivers. in the industry. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's across the gamut. It's just like a. It's, it's just like the a ones crazy up in the crowd. north seem kind of you know mafia like, and there's a lot of restrictions on different roads and toll roads and how you can get. You know, there's oh, yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. of. It's all handled by the Teamsters and, and the Uners. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, down in Florida, oh. <laughs> 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 you can only imagine. Look, uh, I'm a snake's biting my dick. I'm high on uh, meth. I'm running yeah. around with a hatchet in my hand, ready to chop off the leg of a small child who decides he's yeah. going to read a book about gay people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, again, Texas was its own thing, California its own thing. It was very interesting as to human nature, (laughs) or just demographics, human demographics across the country. Anyways, part of the job was to get the email of these people. and uh, A lot of AOLs. A lot. A lot of AOLs. (laughs) We were like, what? Do you remember that one time that I went to the conference and the guy had done zero prep work on anybody that was sitting on the stage? (laughs) He asked us to be a part of his panel and then completely (laughs) blew it. He like wrote three sentences about each of the people that were on stage. And listen, none of us are Conan (laughs) O'Brien. He doesn't give us some grand entrance. I'm not looking for somebody to, you know, blow Skittles up my ass. But... I would like you to at least get the name of the podcast that I have correct when we're at a podcast conference. And he says, the commercial breaks with over 300 (laughs) views per episode. And I'm like, 300 views per episode? What are you looking at? And then I realized that, yeah, that's that's our YouTube channel. (laughs) He's right. He's right. But uh, he gave me, and I never forget it, he had a card. And he had one of those cards that's multicolored. With multiple different businesses on it, front and back, you know, it's, it, he had a recommendation, 
you know the quotations like on a book where it's oh, like oh right. like we just got reggie watts book here and it on the back it's got a quote from conan o'brien well he had a quote from like his wife or something it was like you know he's the best sales <laughs> he's person. a great guy he's a great podcaster <laughs> <laughs> i listened one time it's fine <laughs> that's the commercial break <laughs> i listened one time it was just fine it's fine right um so he um so he gives me the card and it has AOL on it and I t- and so I say to him this is before the presentation because I didn't talk to him after the presentation cuz I thought to myself <laughs> what an asshole just get right. my name right at least he says oh and he called you Christiani Christiani Hoadley. Oh, Christiani. Christiani Hoadley. That well, was that could I don't be know my where he got alter that. ego. Yeah, he does the commercial breaks. With over 300 views on every episode <laughs> with, with Christiani Hoadley. I'm like, okay. Everything about that was wrong, but okay. Um, I can work with it. I can work with this. I can w- Actually, that's more promotion than we've ever gotten, so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Brian Green from the... Briggs! <laughs> <laughs> with over 12 <laughs> listens on every show. So he gives me this card, and I was like, oh, AOL, you're still using AOL? He goes, I'll tell you what, AOL's best thing, best best email server ever. I've had it since AOL be- became a thing, and I've never had a problem. And I'm like, you've never had a problem because you're the only customer they have. There are literally <laughs> 300 people working on your behalf over at AOL. <laughs> AOL doesn't exist anymore. It's not a no, thing. No, they merged with Time Warner, but yeah. then that got dissolved. I don't know what's happening. But I don't know. AOL's not around anymore. That's just the reality. I mean, it's around. Yeah, they no. still have an email service, but yeah. it's, you know, who uses <laughs> AOL? Gmail is the universally understood email address preference, personal email address preference of almost everybody. Yes. you got to have a Gmail address. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least get a Yahoo address and seem like somewhat right. past 1991. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I still have my Yahoo email address and I logged into so it one time. My friend. <laughs> and I had like 62,000 oh, unread yeah. <laughs> emails. It had been a decade since I had checked it. I <laughs> and not one email was from anybody that I knew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I went back to go see if somebody had emailed me. Not one person had emailed me. I'm like, I was less popular then than I am now. And I'm pretty unpopular now. That's amazing. Um, so that that AOL email address is just a sign that you're behind the times. Mm-hmm. But CompuServe is even before that CompuServe was. And speaking of those conferences where you go, when I went to one of those uh, podcast conferences, I don't know if you remember me telling you, but in the same building in this shitty Roach Motel in Las Vegas we were at, there was the National Hardwood Flooring yes, Association. Yes. And those people were fucking awesome. <laughs> they, would, they were coming to our podcast, uh, like our speeches, because no one was going to the speeches because it was a terrible <laughs> conference. Right. In a terrible place where no one wanted to be because they knew it was terrible to even show up. So... They, so these people were filling our rooms and clapping for us and stuff because they just had extra time on their hands. So yeah. like, how many hardwood floors can I look at? Right. I already know, right? And they were coming in and they were clapping and you know being excited about it. And I thought, <laughs> what a cool thing to do. You see that this, you see the poor people over the podcast conference are really having a hard time. So you go and you help them out. Yes, I thought this is just the coolest thing in the world. I do think those conferences, you know, there's movies about this, right? I've, no, yeah. I think there should be. There like is a, a movie, about this. movie about this. There is a who, not Steve Carell, but the other one. Uh, who's the guy that was in? He was in the office. He was like the the 
One of the sales guys. Oh, Don Krasinski? Ed, Ed Helms. Oh, Ed Helms. Ed Helms did a movie about him going to a conference. Okay. It well, was called like Minnesota or something like that. There should be something because it's the same people you see at the same conferences yes. and everybody meets at the same bars. <laughs> you, and I know. You should absolutely have a television reality show that just f- goes to s- conferences, certain conferences. Go yeah. to the Comic Cons, but then also go to the Hardwood Flooring Convention. Yes. And then if you want to be really sad, go to the podcast conferences <laughs> in Las Vegas. You'll be really sad. Like, go to those conferences and film the people that are there. Just, like, get into their heads. I would love if they would just do a season about mm-hmm. Hardwood Flooring Conferences and then a season <laughs> about podcast conferences and just get into the characters and find out what they do, you know, yeah. at their hotel rooms at night and who's <laughs> doing blow and who's having sex with who. That would be so fascinating to me. That is something TLC needs to get on. TLC, get on a conference-based reality show, and let's really uncover where all bastard children are made. (laughs) At conferences. That's where they are, at conferences. (laughs) Speaking of bastard children, last episode, we were taking a look at the Corey Feldman musical era, if you want to call it that. (laughs) The I need your money so I can be successful era of Corey Feldman's musical career. And uh, we started it. The tour before the tour. The tour before the tour. That's right. Not the tour he wanted to do, but the tour he knew he had to do in order to convince the big, what did he call them? Wigs? Corporate. (laughs) Corporate record people. What is a corporate record people, Corey? There's no corporate record people anymore. Everybody's a senior vice president of music. I was a senior vice president of music. Uh, (laughs) For some label, my label, a 33P. (laughs) So... We were taking a look at this. We're listening to him begging for money. But now I think we should really start to get into what he's actually doing on stage and in his music. So let's take a short break and we'll get back to Corey Feldman in our deep dive exclusive. (laughs) TCB exclusive. You heard it here last. You heard it here last. (laughs) Corey Feldman's a bad musician. You heard it here last. Uh, because everybody on the internet has already done this. But, you know, hey, we're just catching up. Guys, give us a break. It's been a rough couple months, okay? <laughs> we're trying to get back to normal here. So let's take a break, and then we'll uh, get back to Corey Feldman. Look, I know you guys are getting really sick of me, but that is too bad. It's my job. Now, go to tcbpodcast.com for all of our audio and video content, and get your little booty over to youtube.com slash break for fully edited video episodes. Want to chat? Leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. Too embarrassed for your voice to be on the show? We understand. Text us instead at 855-TCB-8383. Can't even do that? No worries. Just follow us on TikTok at TCB Podcast and on Instagram at The Commercial Break. And if you can't even be seen doing that, just listen to these sponsors and let's get back to the show. Hey, everybody, wanted to let you know that this episode is sponsored in part by Factor. Okay, do you want to know what the single biggest challenge for me as a single person was? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking nutritious meals. Do you want to know what the biggest challenge for me as a human with 25 to 60 family members living in my house? Shopping for, prepping, and cooking a nutritious meal. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, it's a big stress point around here. And since I don't really know how to cook, that stress often falls on other family members. But this holiday season, we're going to try 
something different. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help us fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to our door. Because Factor's never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, all you have to do is heat and enjoy. You can choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh and never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences. And guess what? It's all delivered right to your front door. With Factor, we can be assured that we're making sustainable choices. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for their production sites and offices. Hey, look at that, a company who's trying to do some good. So head to factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and use the code commercialbreak50 to get 50% off. That's code commercialbreak50 at factormeals.com slash commercialbreak50 and get 50% off. We also want to thank Factor for being a sponsor of The Commercial Break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back with our Corey Feldman deep dive. Let's start at the end, essentially. Let's start at his appearance on The View just a couple of weeks ago, I think this was. And he's going to sing with one of his old acting buddies, Chris, uh, or no, J- um, Jerry Connell from... Uh, Jerry O'Connell? Jerry O'Connell from Stand By Me. Remember okay. he was in Stand oh, By yeah, Me? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So these two were in Stand By Me together. They're going to get together at The View, and they're going to sing a song, a cover tune. I'll let this be a surprise to everybody. <laughs> um, but this is probably, a, oh, it's on The Talk, excuse me, not The View. I'm sorry. Uh, it's on The Talk. This is probably one of the worst covers I have ever heard, Chrissy. Are you ready for this? I think so. I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Check this out on YouTube.com slash The Commercial Break if you are so inclined. And let's listen to Corey and, or let's listen to Jerry and Corey do this <laughs> duet together. Wow, we are back with Corey Feldman and his band that now appears to have a new member. Looking good, Jerry. You sit right in. Okay, so let's make a couple observations for those of you that are listening. The band that Corey used to have was called The Angels, and it was all beautiful, tall, blonde girls dressed in angel outfits that were very revealing. A la Victoria's Secret. Angels. Yes, yeah. exactly. Not not exactly original. Of course, either is angelic to the core. I don't even know what that means, angelic to the core. But anyway, <laughs> so now he's got a backing band that is studio musicians, I can only assume, because the band with the girls was led by his former wife, who he spent an exactly three months with, which is, you know, I think that's breaking a record, unless you count my uh, first <laughs> marriage. marriage, which lasted just as long. Uh, so we've got Corey and Jerry on the stage. Jerry, I'm going to guess is six foot one, six foot two. Corey is standing a proud five foot one, five foot two with platform shoes on. They are both dressed like a bad white Michael Jackson impersonator. Yeah, in leather. In leather, with sparkles all over. In the leather and all. Listen, I thought if I'm going to perform with the Corey and his incredible band. 
that I better come correct. Thank you for lending me these clothes, everybody. Can I, say I that, really appreciate uh, you. Can I just say that <laughs> Jerry O'Connell seems to be like the Nick Cannon? Yes. Of, yes. Of, of things. White people? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they're both everywhere. They do everything. They're, they show up everywhere. And you know what I they like? They host shows. Yeah. You know what they I like about here, Jerry they O'Connell? There, they, they're guests. They're, yeah. He just knows how to keep his name out there. And he seems like he's having genuine fun every time. And, and he's, he's married to Rebecca Romaine. Could you even Romaine. believe it? Good for you, Jerry O'Connell, yeah. number one. Number two, he's in on the joke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he is. He knows he's not Tom Cruise when he walks in the right. door. And he's not, he's he not pretending. Fun. Yeah, I love it. Like a rock star, buddy. I, I, I'm like actually going to expect some great performance now. Is everybody ready to see yeah. the first? Because Jerry is a musician. Yeah, because Jerry actually knows what to do with his voice. <laughs> He's been practicing. The rock star, Jerry. Okay, you got Let's also say that Jerry looks really good for 55 or however old the guy is. He looks handsome. Mm-hmm. That guy is handsome. Chrissy, get me to that doctor. <laughs> I know. How right? do I fix my problems? <laughs> Jerry and Corey now performing the classic Stand By Me. Corey Feldman. From the movie Stand By Me, Stand By Me. And Jerry O'Connell. How many times a night does the bass player stare at himself in the mirror and go, what the hell happened to my life? used to be so young and hot and cool. The bass player is the typical 60-year-old man trying to be relevant in 2023. With the Brett Michaels uh, headband and yeah. And leather all the way down. And I mean all the way down. I mean all the way down. But he smartly puts those... You know, sometimes on the leather pants, they have ties like shoes do, yeah. like laces like shoes do. He put a belt on. He, yeah, he put a belt and he has the laces in the crotch so we don't have to look at his dick the yeah. entire time. That's a smart move on this guy's it point of Yeah. By the way, I think my son plays bass better than that. <laughs> So now they're doing a photo montage of um, Stand By Me. Yeah, they're doing. They're just showing pictures from Stand mm-hmm. By Me. It's Jerry O'Connell, River Phoenix, right? River Phoenix and Corey uh, Feldman. Corey Feldman, and who was the other guy? I don't know. He was like the main guy. He was. He was the main kid. Oh yeah, but I can't remember what his name is. No. Which is no surprise for the commercial break. <laughs> Jerry's like, yeah. No, I won't. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't. It's painful. It's painful. Be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. And darling, darling, stand by me. Benny King is rolling in his grave right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is, it's awful. Oh, 
Now they're they're hugging. They've got an arm around each other. Yeah, I mean, when there's all a big else, height difference. When all else fails, hug each other and pretend like you're doing uh, yeah. good. Yeah. Like you're drunk at a party. Stand by me. Only "Stand by Me" is not necessarily a party song, but okay, we get it. This is 33p level singing right here, folks. 33p level singing. I haven't heard anybody as bad since myself. I love how when someone's doing a cover and they use all these hand motions to make sure you know what the words to the song are. It's like the mountains, he points up, crumble, and then right. he, he uses a hand motion to let you know that the mountains are crumbling. <laughs> See? He's trying to distract from his voice. I won't cry. I won't cry. No, I won't shed a tear. Just as long as you stand. Stand by me. Will Wheaton was the other one. Will, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Yeah. Who Felicia Day has done a lot of stuff with our guest That's earlier right. this week. Yep. Jerry O'Connor, come on. Which everybody else in the back is singing as well. Yeah, there's the, everybody singing trying to cover up for Corey's voice. And now, granted, maybe Corey had a show the night before and his voice was bad, but I don't think so because this is how he sings. By the way, the crowd is unusually into it, aren't they? Yeah. Like, if I was there, I would be like, I would have this quizzical look on my face. Like, what did I get myself into? And how did I get the show the tickets to the talk? Yeah, Astrid, Bye. that's right. reason at all there's the girl in the back that's playing the keyboard the, wearing a <laughs> captain's hat that's yes. gold and sequin yes well hey yeah. you got to point out you the know. most attractive one yeah. in the band yeah now they're doing a kick line like yeah, a chorus that's girl right kick line together. <laughs> completely in, <laughs> completely in character for stand by me yeah. and the guitarist what is he playing i mean this is a, this is a what if you just like slayed it like like slid on the ground set himself on fire started bashing the drummer kicked over the set the girl playing keyboard just took it and smashed it over someone in the first row and Corey stage dived into the 60 year old 70 year old crowd I was going to mute it because I thought the sneeze is better than what's going on here. 
<laughs> All right, you get the gist of this one, right? It's terrible. I mean, yeah. Corey is terrible. But the thing that got everybody paying attention, the reason why he's on The Talk right now is because he was on The Today Show, I believe right when the pandemic started, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. He did a performance on The Today Show that was mocked by every. I mean, it was roundly uh, panned because Corey is so strange in this particular performance. And the performance of the song is ridiculous. And the song itself is ridiculous. All of it is ridiculous. And everybody either said, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to daytime television, or they also, or they said, Corey clearly is making a joke. But mm-hmm. he wasn't joking. So let's take a look. Let's go way back to the... That's true. Let's go way back to the Today Show... And this performance, I think this is right as the pandemic started, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember it coming out and you and I had talked about it, but we had never heard it, right? We never did it on the show, mainly because we only had the technology (laughs) to talk into our (laughs) MacBook Pros. All right, let's take a look at this Today Show performance. You have to have seen this performance. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Corey dances across oh the stage like a fat ballerina. <laughs> What's that movie? Uh, Fantasia, the, movie, the the Mickey Mouse movie, where yeah. they have the ballerina elephants <laughs> dancing across the stage. Yeah, he's got his hoodie pulled all the way up over his face. Black on black on black. Uh, yeah, it's confusing. The girls are in the background. The angels are yeah. in the background. Interpretive dance. Well, what else would you expect from the great Corey Hain- yeah. uh, Corey Feldman? All she does is twerk. Hit the club. Hit the club. Hit the club. You should hit the singing lessons. Is what you should oh do. God. The club. They're not playing this at the club. No. I. Do you think? Yeah. Which club is playing this? <laughs> None. <laughs> the, at the Feld Mansion, they're uh, playing yeah. this. This sounds like what a teenager makes in his bedroom when he thinks he's making music and he just presses a yeah. lot of buttons at the same time. It looks like he's lip syncing. He is lip syncing. Yeah, I'm sure okay. of it. Number one. Uh, number two, he just found three words that rhyme together and put them together. On the ground. Yeah, we're going down. Don't you know the sound? No, I don't, Corey. I love that City, you know, like Citibank, City Concert Series is who's sponsoring this. They probably I think like, until that day. We yeah. need to make, make, good, make good time for that one. <laughs> Charlie, it's me, CEO of Citibank. Who gave the green light on the <laughs> concert series on the Today Show? Yeah. Pull or cash now. Go for it. Oh. Oh. oh, 
Oh, Corey, so many things wrong with this. I don't even know where to start. Let's start with the angels. What in the fuck are the angels doing? Who, uh, what kind of contract did they have to sign to get up there and dress like that and sing for you in that weird, strange song that you put together? I mean, this is so wrong in so many ways. I don't even, I don't even did know how to explain it. Did the crowdfunding pay for that? I think crowdfunding did pay for that. Okay. So fuck you to anyone that put money into Corey's crowdfunding. There's just so much Drop going on with beat. this. Idea. Drop the beat! <laughs> You know what the truth is? I have it. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, this is terrible music. Ah, It's not music. It's not. It's someone (laughs) pressing a lot of buttons. That's what it is. Yeah. Listen to the bass and to this weird techno droning that's going on. Just listen to that part. Oh, I know. We'll put a lot of raw in it. Give me more raw. Oh wait, there is at least I mean there at least is an angel back there DJ yes. with a Mac laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Giving a new name for DJ. Oh, She's God. just pressing Q Q Q Q Q. <laughs> Why are you so angry, Corey? Why? What are you saying? Why are you so pent up with rage here? I don't. I just don't understand. <laughs> the mm. lyrics are ridiculous, and so are these girls. I feel bad for these girls because I know that they were probably just like, "Great, Corey Feldman, finally a gig. We have somebody with a name is going to get us on tour, and we're going to do a bunch of stuff." And this is what they get. <laughs> this is yeah, what they get. But I mean, they got paid, and nobody's going to remember them. No, <laughs> so. no. I think the girls are the best part of this. They're they actually are. playing their instruments, and they see. I mean, they, they have to play his music. I mean, it's like the girls at the bars that have the ridiculous outfits on doing the samples. Yeah, it, that's true. Do, you, you know, mean, yeah. you do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you got to make your way in this yeah. world. Yeah, listen, we're on the commercial break. We have no room to talk. <laughs> Than he does. Yeah, they do. Let's go for it. We got nothing to lose. Baby, baby, let's go for it. Let's go for it. We're into the club. We're starting to no, it's done. <laughs> no, I can't either. His I'm with you. dancing is awful. Dude. He's dancing like a weird oh, Michael Jackson robot. I what know. does he do? He's touching the ground sometimes. He's putting his hand in the air a lot. It's he's doing the twist. Yeah, he's talking about the <laughs> the club. Yeah, he's doing the twist. <laughs> This is so funny. I think this is so funny. All right, this is a good place to take a break. Let's get back to some Corey talking because I don't know how much more music I can handle. We'll be right back after. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay, Brian, shh. Let me give the people what they want. 
our social media handles. Follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. If, like all my hinge dates, you are thirsty for more, give us a call and leave us a message at 626-ASK-TCB3 or send us a text, no sexting please, at 855-TCB-8383. And of course, go to tcbpodcast.com to see everything there is to see. Now let's hear from our sponsors and then the show must go on. All right, we're back with uh, Corey Feldman retrospective. <laughs> yeah. Corey went on Drew Barrymore. I think Drew Bar- the Drew Barrymore show. <laughs> You're so excited. I know. My head's going faster <laughs> than my mouth. <laughs> there, that thing is again. Uh, the Drew Barrymore show. And him and Drew Barrymore were child actors around the same, same time. time so yeah. they interacted with each other on a number of different occasions. Corey shows up to talk to his old friend. However, he tells the most interesting story in the most boring way. They went out on a date. If I went on a date with Drew Barrymore, I'd make that the biggest fishtail I've ever told. I'd make sure I had it hummed in, ring-dinged, ready to go at a moment's notice, because that's the party stopper when you tell about the time you went out with Drew Barrymore. Corey has had 40 years to figure this out, and this will most definitely put you to sleep. You ready to hear this? That's such a great intro. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet you're excited now. <laughs> I had a, is that a good prep? Good. Hey, listen, I'm just going for it, Chrissy. <laughs> go for it! Go for it! In the club. Oh, thank you for dancing. Oh, God, I'm so happy to see you. I just, I can't even tell you. This is, we haven't seen each other in, how long has it been? 25 years, I think. 25 years! years. Yeah. Yeah. Corey yeah, knows you have to not run in the same circles. No, <laughs> no. I would say Drew ended up on the other side of this coin. Yes. Last time I saw you, I don't Partied? Know. We didn't party? We got sober together. We got unsober together. Sea Dog 22 is his handle, just if you're interested. Poor Corey Feldman. couldn't even get at Corey Feldman. He's got at Sea Dog with two Gs to Yeah, that's his handle in case you're looking. <laughs> oh, my God. I could just see him starting his Instagram account. Well, like, damn, that was taken. Yeah. That one's taken, that too. That one's taken, too. <laughs> what about C, d- dog, double D, d- double G, 22? So you got to go 22? Yeah. Because C, dog was already taken, I too. know. <laughs> you could have just put C, Feldman, or contacted someone at Instagram for your name back. I wonder who's got the real Corey uh. Feldman. <laughs> Yes. I, I know, and I'm still, like, in the middle of What happened? I, what happened? No, no. It's like... Okay, so Corey just said we got sober together, we got unsober together, then we got sober together again. I don't know if Corey is sober currently. <laughs> I would hope not. But he... Stop there. Tell that story. Say something about that period of time. Yeah. I want to know how you guys got unsober together. Can you please go over that? But they don't. They breeze right over. I think over. he got unsober. I think she got sober. Yeah, she got sober <laughs> a long time ago. He yeah, got unsober. He, that's why they haven't seen each other in 25 We years. got sober together. I got unsober <laughs> thinking about you. I got sober again while you weren't around. Then I decided to get unsober because you weren't around. Yeah. She said, how long has it been? He said, 25 years, 300 days and 12 hours. <laughs> I can remember. Trying to figure it out. That's what happens. We're, we're, we're always trying to figure it out until the day we die because life is an ongoing journey, right? And yes. we try to learn and grow and soak it all in and hopefully grasp something, right? <laughs> laugh track. Put in the laugh track. Yeah, Corey. Everybody wants to grow. <laughs> Wee. <Whee. laughs>
Lesson, life lesson 101. We're all growing. It's a journey. He said that like he surprised somebody. Mm-hmm. You see the look in his eye? He yeah. was like, it's a journey, right? Mm-hmm. Like we were such kids together. You know, like sometimes I'll say to people, like, we were just kids. Like, it's a kind of a euphemism. We were in our 20s. We were kids. We were literally kids. Yeah. Do you remember our first days? Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> our first date or our first days? I think he meant to say first dates, okay. and then he said first days. Okay. <laughs> no, tell me. You really don't remember? Well, I might when you okay, okay, reboot okay. the memory, because so, I have so many can memories. I tell, can I tell this story Please. about you- Can I put everybody to sleep? Do you mind? I've been practicing. You can kidding? I tell the story? Okay. All right. So what happened was I get a call one day. My grandmother says, uh, uh, we got a call from Stephen's office, and the little girl from E.T., wants to meet you because she's got a crush on you. Oh, yeah, I did. The biggest. True story. That's their date because she was like seven. Yeah, that's not a date. (laughs) That's going for ice cream with your friend. If that was the first date, I had my first date at four (laughs) with Joey from across the street. (laughs) He was so cute. One day. Oh, thank you. I didn't feel that way. You know I didn't feel that way because I was very insecure. Right? And you were not... Still am a little bit, but I'm, I'm over it a little bit. But that's what made me love you because I, you know... Look at the size of the platforms on his shoes. Look at how big those platforms mm-hmm. are on those shoes. Loved She's matching them, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> of you, and I loved you as an actor and a human, but getting to know you, I that's what I was always drawn to was your lack of ego and we were around was your lack of intelligence and good looks and <laughs> personality that's what I was attracted to many nice people but many people who fell prey to self indulgence right and you didn't well, okay so Stephen so, what wait, wait, what <laughs> was there a weird cut there or what I've noticed about this after watching it you know one or two times is that they seem to be embedding. The audience. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, like yeah. it's an audio track. It's not real. That's the least alarming thing about this. But this is true. <laughs> the most alarming thing is we're four minutes in and he still hasn't gotten to the good part. Self, but you know, someone his, in his, his office. Amblin, yeah, yeah, called, yeah. Right? And they're like, yeah, so uh, the little girl from ET, you know, Drew Barrymore. And so I'm like, yeah, I know who Drew Barrymore is, of course. Yeah. And they were like, well, she's got a crush on you. Yeah. And her mom was wondering if you guys would be able to get together and go like on a little play date. It was like a cute little play date, right? And I was like, So I got an eight ball of cocaine. I came over to Bruce's trailer and we hit it hard. Okay, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's do it, you know? So uh, we arranged for me, and of course, neither of us drove because I was still living at my grandparents and you were living with your mom. Yep. And uh, your Years mom, away from getting your, our licenses. Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I was... I believe 12 or 13, yep. and you were 10 or 11. Yep. So that was the little gap there. Yeah, right? I meant it when I said kids. Yeah, we were literally kids. Drew's like, yep, 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 get on with it. Along. Yeah, let's move it along. We only got five minutes. You've killed three. So, and it was so cute. So, like, I remember taking you to the movies. I remember exactly which movie theater it was. It was uh, the one next to the Gelson's parking lot. Uh, I think it's on Balboa. Yes, on Balboa. Mm-hmm. And, and it's in that- <laughs> I wonder if this is how people are when they're listening to an episode of the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, okay, get to the fucking point, yeah. Brian. <laughs> He, you can't tell people which movie theater you went to because no one else knows that except for you, Drew. And, and it's like, probably still not even there anymore and hasn't of been Of course for years. it's not. 
now? Yeah, remember that? They used to have that little three remember? cinemas. Remember? 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 There was a Sitco across the street, and when about, about a mile remember down you on were the 11. left. You remember? You remember? <laughs> and there was a McDonald's here in Los Angeles. You remember? They had an airport. You remember? We were near the ocean. You remember? Right. <laughs> My name was Corey back then, still is today. You remember? <laughs> right there, right across from the Gelson's. And we parked at the Gelson's and we walked across the street and you put your little hand up for me to hold. Oh, Drew is regretting that she allowed him to tell this story. Yes. And I hold your hand and we walked across the street. I don't remember what movie we saw. (laughs) But (laughs) But you remember the Sitco? Yeah, but you remember the Gelson's (laughs) with the three on it? That's right. You don't remember a movie you saw, but you managed to remember the Gelson's with the three on it? Oh, my God. And that was the first. And then after that, we just stayed friends. Yeah. And then it was years later. Of course you stayed friends. You were, she was 11. Yeah. She was 11. What did you expect was going to happen? You guys were going to finish in Vegas and <laughs> eloping in some ceremony? Before we actually dated. Yes, right? exactly. Like, yeah. dated properly. Yeah. Do you remember going to, like, the Academy Awards together? I remember. That's memorable. You were- that is a story. Now tell it, Drew. <laughs> Now tell us, tell us, Drew. Going, and so I was lucky enough to be your date, and I just threw on like a cotton Betsy Johnson dress off the rack. You know, I don't know how much it cost, probably $65. It was probably more than I could afford to buy you at the time, so. And, you know. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is he so trying to say something awkward. there? Yeah, this is all very weird, isn't it? For two people that dated each other and knew each other as children, thank God we don't have that kind of friendship. Well, we probably do have that kind of friendship, but <laughs> we, we just gotten past the awkward part. I'm still thinking about the fact that they were going to the Academy Awards and she was his date. Yes. But he was too poor to buy a $65 dress. I'm so confused. Why right was now. he too poor to buy a $65 dress? I don't know. Dress. And why was he nominated for the Academy <laughs> Awards? I think Stand By Me was nominated for oh, the Academy Awards. Okay, Award. right, right. Yeah. yeah. And I remember getting there, and I remember seeing people in such designer, yeah. you know, duds. Yeah. And I remember looking around and thinking, "That's how they oh, treated I'm- those child actors back then. Make the money for the parents. Get on your onesie. We're going to the Academy <laughs> Awards. <laughs> give me that. Check. Give me that hundred dollar bill. Yeah, Where did you get that, that from? Give me that check. That's right. Before those laws were installed, those parents would take yeah. those kids to the cleaners. Yep." All of them. Not one good story comes from child actors from the 60s, 70s, or 80s. No, or before that even, yeah. too. Poor Shirley Temple. Oh, Shirley Temple. And then what, who's the other one? The, uh, Liza Minnelli? She All never, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Wire hangers! No wire hangers! Very underdressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the worst Ooh, laugh I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. bad. And uh, mine's bad, and his is worse. I'm wearing a cotton Betsy Johnson dress. Whoops. Whoopsies. But you know what? You were a kid. Sorry, they... Betsy Johnson. I actually yeah, like her. what happened to Betsy Johnson? God. Sorry you had to wear a cotton moo-moo to the Academy Awards. Thoughts when and prayers, when you Bedrew. were 13. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. And do be like, get that kid out of here. She's not dressed properly. And what does she know? so cool. Thank you. Well, you know what? I was wearing my safety pin jacket. I oh, think, I remember. Right? And a right? red shirt and your Ray-Bans. Yeah. Oh my God. They are showing a picture of the two of them at the Academy Awards, and Corey is dressed (sighs) in tails. Yeah, he's dressed like a concierge at Neverland Ranch. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? He's got the uh, he's got the whole Michael Jackson look going on again. Drew looks cute. She's got a little dress on with flowers on it. And what's that? I know she 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 does. Yes, she does. Like 
I just thought we you were having so much fun. That picture it's is everywhere. Legendary. Legendary. It's legendary. Yes. It is not legendary. Mm. No. <laughs> Kids, come gather around the fireplace. We're gonna look at that. <laughs> we're gonna look at that Corey Drew picture again. Oh, the Corey Drew picture. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you for giving us the Corey. <laughs> Legend. <laughs> Can't look at it too much, kids. It'll burn your eyes out. Oh, please, please. We want to see Corey and his... I don't know. What is that? What is he wearing? Is that a tie or is that an ascot? I'm not sure what that is. It's legendary, Dad. Everybody at school is talking about it. It's all over TikTok. But it's not. No. Absolutely. We were such the great little cute little item for like the, you know, three months we lasted or whatever. And we it was, had, but it was adorable. But was we adorable. were so positive. Yes. You know, you and I were such good friends. Mm-hmm. We, it's like we had that kind of relationship where they say like. Drew wants to make it absolutely clear that there's no shot yeah. Corey is getting back with her. <laughs> we were just friends. Just friends. Besides that one time I let you go up my shirt. We were just friends. Uh-huh. Like Date your friend. You know, we were the embodiment of that. You were so... I don't know about dating your friend, Drew. I don't know. Is that a thing? Do we do that thing? We should ask the young kids what they're doing. You were such a safe place for me. And we always hung out with your friends. And you had an apartment. And we just, like, had... It was just a really important place for me. And the memories are so vivid. I remember... So here's the other part of the big memory, was that you were already getting your life together. And I was... Although not, not. <laughs> you were getting your life together and I was in the bathroom doing cocaine. Yeah. Safer than probably most of the Hollywood people around us at the time. But I was, you know, still going through my Spiraling. troubles. So you got <laughs> spiraling. What are you doing at 13 years old? Is he, is he was he really that into drugs back then? Yes. Wow, that's insane. That yeah. is insane, actually. And I know Drew was doing cocaine at like nine, wasn't she with her mom? She was early. Yeah. October 1st. You got your act together first. It took me a few years after. It took me a few years afterwards to think about whether or not I was going to do drugs. And I decided, yes, I'll continue to do drugs. Well, then I got it together. I got it together. I I got it together. Work in progress. You know know what I'm saying? The point point is, is that we actually did take a moment to catch up and be on the same playing field because you had it. So well, I'm so grateful to see you. Me and, too. And to have this me too. I'm so happy. Oh. Wow. That interview yielded zero headlines and it was not... Do you see what I'm saying? Like you go on the Drew Barrymore show and you've got really interesting stories and you managed to tell none of them. Yeah. What happened there? I don't know, but I don't think he's coming back. No, 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 no. He made, I mean, this is like the, he, he's making a push here. He's pulling out all the stops. He really like, is. Come on. Yeah. We dated, we've got this legendary picture. I can do your show, right? Yep. And everybody's letting him, he's doing the circuit, but no, no one's, one's asking him back. Him back. That's no. right. The Today Show let him back because they had to. Gary they had O'Connell to do did the one thing. thing. That's he right. He stand by me. He was on Steve-O one time. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. All... Good, but, best of Best to you. Best to you, Corey. Corey. We do, we do, I do love, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Corey Feldman. I don't know why, but every time I see him on stage, I think to myself, what are you doing? But I mean, he's making money is what he's doing. And you know what the truth is? If he came to Atlanta, I would go to his show. Mm. That's the truth. Because I also want to see the shit show. I also want to see the circus. (laughs) (laughs) And we did ask him on, but we got an interesting response. So there you go. We'll see. TBD, as the kids say, TBD. 
And speaking of TBD, TCB Podcast. That's where TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about Chrissy and I, all the audio, all the video, right there from one location, TCBpodcast.com. Hit the Contact Us button if you want your free Teresa Caputo Piggy Fronting sticker. We did not actually use her name or her likeness, just to be clear <laughs> about that. Uh, but the Piggy Fronting comes from a Teresa Caputo video. If you want that Piggy Fronting sticker, it's free to you. Go to the website, hit the Contact Us button. The drop-down menu says, I want my sticker. Give us your physical address if you want us to sign something or say something to somebody. I don't know. <laughs> Let us know and, and we'll send it off. Also, please visit our YouTube channel for all the YouTubes, youtube.com slash the commercial break. Clips of the show, some full episodes, and all the interviews are going to be up there. Uh, at the commercial break on Instagram, TCB podcast on TikTok for those little short clips you guys like so much. You love us so much, you want us in minute or less chunks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, we get a million views on that Veer Das thing. I'm like, holy shit. Why aren't, first of all, why aren't you following us? Second of all, that's a lot of human beings. Yeah. I'm humbled, humbled by it all. 626 Ask TCB, the number three. 626 Ask TCB, the number three. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas. We're taking them all at that phone number toll free to you. Well, it's been an interesting day filled with Corey Feldman. Yes, it we has. appreciate you listening. Going down the road. I love you. I love you. Best to you. I'm best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until t- next time, Chrissy and I always say, we do say, and we must say goodbye. Good. Take a dick and keep on licking.